The following program is brought to you by Podcast One Sportsnet. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. Time to play with pain, where sports and inaccuracy collide. Now, here's your host, veteran sportscaster, and the voice of the International Speed Fishing Championships, Jet Waterhouse. Brother, hello again, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. My guest satisfies the death wish he cultivated as a comedian by illegally racing souped-up motorcycles all over Los Angeles. Please welcome the hilarious... Alonzo Bowden. Alonzo, how are you? Thank you, Chad. I'm doing great. Well, but first, the Waterhouse Update, brought to you by Sparka, the winter parka with its own small fire. Come out of the darka with Sparka. The Oscars! Tension thicker than the smell of cat pee at your great aunt's retirement home. The Shape of Water wins best picture, and the phrase, but water has no shape, wins best frustrated physics teachers, quote. Jimmy Kimmel, like David Blaine, with a deck of cards in a room full of women. He just keeps coming at you. Kobe Bryant won an Oscar for his animated short film, just as Nostradamus predicted he would. Rita Moreno wore the same dress she wore in 1962 and I could smell the mothballs from here, Alonzo. Jordan Peele won for best screenplay. Keegan-Michael Key's envy rose to a ho-nava-leva. That update brought to you by the Hot Dog Ingredients Defense Council. You're cooking them at 500 degrees. What do you care what's in them? College hoops, Radford and Lipscomb, a Canadian comedy team specializing in sound effects. No, the first two qualifying schools for March Madness. Michigan wins the Big Ten tournament, and now the conference will rest up and try to hide another couple of massive sex scandals. NBA playoffs, race for the last spot in the Eastern Conference. Alonzo, all the excitement of another Bed Bath and Beyond coupon. And finally, golf. Bill Mickelson won the Mexico championship while Tiger Woods was spotted in the fetid alleys of Tijuana shopping for a new back. That's the Waterhouse Update brought to you by the Sunday Comics. Can we stop now? Now, speaking of now, it's talk time. Alonzo Bowden, the placid face of Buster Keaton and the body of Corliss Williamson. What'd you drive here today? I'll take that. Uh, BMW GS. BMW GS. Now, what's the deal with that? Why do you love the cycles? Because I know you ride. You got to L.A. Beat traffic. It's fun. I can breathe. I can park anywhere for free. There's nothing wrong with it, Chet. It's it's a beautiful thing. It is beautiful. And you can wear the helmet whenever you need. Exactly. Except walking into banks. Yeah, they don't like that. They That's always that. risky. Always risky. <laughs> yeah, but with those security guards, <laughs> I think you could probably just, ooh, talk about a forehead slam with your cycle helmet on. Bam! Headbutt. That'll do it. How many cycles you got? I got uh, three. Well, yeah, three. Four, but one's for sale, so I can't count that anymore. <laughs> what? So when I got do you the, choose I, I, to sell a cycle? Oh, I, you know what happened, Chad? I bought a house. Oh, so brother. I realized, like, oh, you got to make the payments every month. I thought you just yeah. made the down payment and then wait till they come after you. But no, this is not 2005. You have to, 
You have to actually pay the loans back now. So right. I'm dumping they, one of the toys. They don't go, you look like a nice enough guy. We'll let you slide for a year. No money down, no payments, but a balloon payment in 10 years. So you, you just remember those days? I do. You just bought it, kept it for two weeks, and sold it for twice as much? So do a lot of people in Palmdale. <laughs> They're paying the price now, brother. <laughs> so you like the riding because of the freedom. Yeah, yeah. I can breathe, man. I can think. It's it's where I, I – a lot of jokes have come up, as I say, when I'm alone in my helmet. Get Just, out. You yeah. ride and, and think of jokes. Yeah, yeah. It's wow. like meditation, man. I'm moving. I'm, I'm breathing. I'm, yeah, I That's love it. It's like some kind of testosterone thing going there. That's beautiful. Thank you. Thank Women you. Women should just fall all over you for that. Yeah, I write my act when I'm cruising on PCH. Yeah, yeah. That's so far that hasn't sold as a show. So, <laughs> they yeah. The yeah. Travel yeah. Network hasn't picked up on that. <laughs> haven't picked up on that one. Oh, thoughts from my helmet. On, on, on I like PC. the name, though. I uh, really do. It's a do. great name. It's a great Maybe the Hallmark Channel. Maybe maybe I, I need know, a song. Uh, I don't know if uh, either you as a black man or me as an Italian will ever see the Hallmark Channel. That uh, Good point. Good yeah, point. They know us need doormen once in a while. <laughs> That's true. Doormen and bouncers. That's our job. Brought to you by Mona Visa. Get an enigmatic passport picture everyone will talk about at Mona Visa. All right, buddy. Now listen to me. Uh, your favorite sport to, to play did you play? Did you ever I, play? I used to play a ton of basketball. I know it's stereotypical, but it actually was my favorite sport. And then the uh, the knees are gone, so there's no more yeah, basketball. They just go. At I'm, some point, I'm they looking, actually pack up and leave your knees. I'm looking really hard at curling. Curling? Hey, I'm looking well, at curling. We got a gold medal, and how hard could it be? I mean, did you see our curling team? Five I did. bowlers. As someone dubbed Five them, bowlers yeah. who didn't know the rules of curling until they got there. <laughs> They dubbed him the Flab Five. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It was. It was. I loved watching the gold medal game against Sweden when you saw, like, Sweden had athletes curling. Yeah. And our guys, I honestly think they were drinking a beer while they were curling. I love that. Uh, if you get, if you get up into northern Wisconsin and Minnesota, yeah, they got a, and even in the winter, they got the barbecue going off to the side. Yeah, yeah. That's they got a cooler of beers. They got the ice fishing shed right nearby in case they get a nibble, bam, they're in there. So I figure I got a broom in the garage. You're going to make it work. Start training now. How hard could it be, honestly? It doesn't look that hard, and I think you'd have an intimidation factor. Yeah, going. yeah. well, there you go. I, I take my hockey enforcer attitude. <laughs> sure, how could you know? You know what you do? You break the broom. You just snap the broom wow. in half. Yeah, looking them straight in the eye, just glaring. They back off. Pop. Break the broom and go, I got another one whoosh, right here. There you go. Right out of a quiver on your back. Bo Jackson. Remember Bo? Remember yeah. how Bo would just snap a bat over his leg That's and right. the pitcher would cry? He could, like, <laughs> snap it one-handed like an yeah. egg. <laughs> yeah, maybe curling. Maybe curling for you. I, although I do think they should try bowling. Now, what's your least favorite sport and why? Oh, man. Um, that is that is a tough one. Least favorite sport. I would say it's women's college basketball, but I've never made it through more than two minutes, so I can't even say whether I like that or not. Here's the advantage uh, of uh, women's college basketball, if you can call it that, is uh, it, it, that's still a sport where you can get a final score of 132 to 19. Yes, yes. It's like North Carolina versus St. Rita's. 
<laughs> you just go, what? I, I didn't just even know bet, there was a college named after St. Rita. I just bet UConn at the beginning of the season and go away. <laughs> sure. Just yeah, I've already got 2019. I already got my money on UConn for that's, 2019. That's a, yeah, that's a that's a recurring one. Like uh, like they when uh, when uh, when credit cards can pull their uh, money right out of your bank account. What do they call that? They yeah, should just yeah, do the that automatic, in Vegas. The automatic payment thing. Yeah, automatic but, bet. So, I, but that's a tough one. At least favorite sport because I can watch almost anything. I'm not a NASCAR guy. I think after the fourth hour of watching them turn left, I've got it figured out. Yeah. Boy, they are trying hard to get into the minority community. They too. got they there is they a really black tr- you gotta NASCAR hand, yeah. driver now. You got to hand it to him. They're and looking for a Mexican kid. He's just running from the people chasing him. <laughs> he he is yeah. not even in the race. He just he heard that banjo behind him and he got behind the wheel. He doesn't stop for gas. So if they had <laughs> if they had spinning cherries on the roof, he'd be gone. Right? He'd, he'd be out of there. That joke brought to you by Scorn Flakes. Openly mock nutrition with triple fat Scorn Flakes. Queens. You're from Queens. Queens, New York. That's right. Completely lost the ac- uh, accent. Boy, not really accents in Queens. No. Accent, accents are more Brooklyn, the Bronx. Lower Manhattan, Queens was pretty neutral. How'd you guys evade that? Did you just uh, get together and say, you know, we've had it with this yeah, crap? Yeah, we're just going to talk. <laughs> just gonna... Born, and, born and bred a Met fan. And here's a bit of trivia I for you. I was going to say, are you locked into Me the... and the Mets. the Mets. Me and the Mets. Both born in the spring of 1962. <laughs> How much more could I be attached to that yeah. team? And let's also, be honest. I had a drug problem, so we got that <laughs> yeah, going for us. <laughs> Daryl Strawberry <laughs> crashed on your couch at some point as well. So you're bound by the Mets. and Now, are you also Jets? Because that seems to go together. I was, but the Jets, you know when I gave up on the Jets, when they signed Tebow, who oddly enough, the Mets went ahead and picked up. But but <laughs> so that's when like the Jets signed. Some swirling vortex of if, hell. Oh, God. When the Jets signed Tebow, I was like, look, if you don't want to play football, I don't want to watch football. So that was when I left. When they when they decided we're going to get a quarterback, you know what we need a quarterback who can't throw. That would be good. At least the Mets keep him in the minor leagues. They're, they're like, Man, I saw Tebow up against major league pitching. Oh, and it's ugly. you ever have that moment when you think, well, I could be a pro athlete. Yeah. I mean, I I could swing two seconds after the catcher caught the ball too. Yeah, yeah. You look at you look at moments like that, and you really think to yourself, you know. There's got to be three guys out there who I went to high school with. That's yes. what I think. Oh, yeah. I could do that. <laughs> I could absolutely do that. So who do you root for now if you're not rooting for the Jets? So so football, you know, in the 90s, I, I was a Cowboys fan. I liked the Aikman-Irvin Cowboys. I liked Emmett Smith. I liked that team. There was yeah. something about that team. I think it was the party, party, like the attitude. I, I like teams with drug problems is what I'm saying, yeah. Chet. The, the Mets – in the 80s, the Cowboys in the Nothing 90s. Nothing wrong with that. I Oakland like A's good, of the 70s. I like a good drug problem on yeah, my team. It so that, shows the team's alive. They're vibrant. They're so now, plugged into pop culture. Now I pretty much got nothing in the NFL. You know, I, I thought about, you know, I'm here in L.A., and I thought about adopting the Rams, and I was like, do I really need another team that sucks on my resume? Yeah, they I, had a pretty good season up till the playoffs. Yeah, yeah they, up uh, until it counted. Yeah, you then, know. Yeah, then just, <laughs> yeah, we were on a great run. Then, then, then it mattered. <laughs> backpedaled like a Democratic politician in Tennessee. They were just so, out of it, man. So I don't, I don't know. Um, Ron Pearson, a friend of a friend of mine, friend of the show, perhaps great comedian. Ron Pearson, former juggler, also tremendous stand-up comedian, still does both. 
told me that the Chargers are the way to go. Think so? Yeah, he said. They said there's only twenty five thousand people. Yeah. Well, there's twenty five thousand seats, and only twenty five people show up. So you can always get a good seat. He yeah, said. It's, it's he said. Junior he, I think he said he wants me to get in now on the ground floor. But I actually <laughs> think he's just looking for someone to get in the carpool lane when he goes <laughs> to the game. Right. When you go to the Chargers games, <laughs> you could just about bike to the Chargers games. Now, uh, before comedy, why did you get? Uh, you were like worked in aerospace. Yeah, I, w- I was an airplane mechanic, and then and they at started- some point you said the. Uh, I'm just not getting the hot Lockheed Martin chicks, so I got to move into, into somewhere. Well, no, where... no, it was uh, it was actually drug testing. Are you noticing a Ouch. theme here? No, I um, I am noticing a theme <laughs> to your work, and I'm liking it. I started uh, I started training new mechanics, and I just had more fun in the classroom making them laugh, and uh, I decided to go pro. That's that was interesting. It. That was it. Yeah. So you kind of kind of discovered it by accident. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know. You know the part I discovered that I was comfortable in front of a group. You know, public speaking is a big fear for a lot of people, and I never really did it uh-huh. until I got that job, and then I was like, "This is easy." And uh, yeah, and that was it. Did it ever cross your mind that maybe it's easy because these are uh, potential mechanics? As opposed to an actual crowd, that never hits you. No, no. Till maybe you, your no. second week at the Long Beach Improv. <laughs> I'll tell you when it when it hit me. What, well, when I wanted to do comedy, I didn't know how comics wrote material because yeah, all my material was like working on airplanes. I had oh, <laughs> you had a very oh, specific I had a tight, niche. <laughs> I had a tight forty five on torque. Let me tell you something. So you you can need work to like torque the, a fastener. I got some material, but the AutoZone corporate date. You yes, could do, hands yes, down. Murdered it. Murdered it. I did the Boeing Christmas party. They thought I was blessed. No, I I um took a comedy writing class because I didn't know how to come up with material. Who taught and, that? And a guy named Len Ostrovich. Did you know Len? I know Lenny Ostrovich. Yeah, Lenny wrote for, uh, at that time, he was writing for uh, Rich Jenny. And That's right. He, it, was, it was literally one of those ads, like, you know, do you want to do comedy yeah, kind yeah. of thing? And I took the class, and the graduation was due five minutes. I did my five minutes, and I was hooked. That's impressive. Never looked back. Lenny Ostrovich came out of the Chicago scene. Yes. Where if you wrote a bad joke, you got hit in the head with a beer bottle. So <laughs> he knew what he was talking about. That observation brought to you by high fructose corn syrup. Don't worry. Something worse will come along. Now, listen, you're big into uh, – you got automobiles too, right? You got fancy rides. Yeah, I, I got – well, I drive a How'd Mercedes you? SUV, but I've always been a gearhead. I wish I could collect cars. I don't have the money or the space to you collect You got the cars. hangers, though. You got to have buddies still at – at like uh, well, I, I got a friend named Leno who's got a few. He invites me over every now and then. <laughs> that ain't his first and, name either. And you know the thing I love about Jay and uh, Adam. Adam's a big car guy. He is is when you talk to him, they forget you're not rich. Yes, you know, and then they bring up the the classic Lamborghini auction, and I'm like, you know, I meant to be there. Yeah. I meant to be at that How one. How come you didn't raise your paddle <laughs> on Paul Newman's last race car? Oh, I raised my paddle, all right. They, uh, <laughs> you got that. Ran, ran a credit check. All right, favorite chase scene of all time. You're a motorhead. Oh, man. Oh, that's In a, the movies, favorite is, chase scene yeah, of all time. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, Thank you. That was, yeah, no, that was, a, you know, my favorite car chase movie, accidental car chase movie, Bad Boys. Accidental? Yeah, because it wasn't, a, it wasn't meant to be a car movie. 
but they had great car chases in it. That is true. You know, it, now, it was a director kind of sneaking it in the back yeah, door. Yeah, it wasn't meant to be a car movie, but you had Miami, you had hot, like hot Miami yeah. chicks and a turbo Porsche running around. And, and you know, the great thing about car chases is is no matter how many times a car gets hit, it's never dented. No! Which is beautiful. We're throwing cars yeah. off a truck at you. I think it <laughs> yeah, got right. hit by a boat on the highway, right? Yeah, it got hit by a boat, and then it's like, no, we yeah, didn't. Yeah, they literally fly over a small ski hill, yes. land, the axle's still fine. Never breaks. <laughs> Never breaks. Never but breaks. But if you got a, if you got you a director. You, on the other hand, hit a speed bump <laughs> in Vaughn's parking lot. Right. Ooh, yeah, this is going to cost you some money. Man, oh, man, that is no, wild. No, Bad Boys. That that one had some bad great Bad Boys, cha- the director's and- talking to the studio people saying, it's a love story. Meantime, <laughs> <laughs> meantime he's got 19 cars lined up. I'm going to go with, uh, you can go classic, the old um, Steve McQueen bullet still holds up. That bullet, bullet's still fantastic. Well, I like the Ronin. Uh, Ronin? Ronin. Yeah, Ronin, Ronin was good. Down uh, the steps. and oh, The man, Italian dude. job. The Italian. original Italian job with the little Mini Coopers the porn that they movie? could. Oh no, no, I know what you're talking yeah. about. <laughs> that right. was that was a great one. There, there have been some great ones. It was before CGI, and and actually they had um, to do it. They had to do it for real. Mad. You wanted to slam a gremlin into the back end of a Safeway. Yeah, you had to have nine gremlins ready to go. Mad Max Fury Road. That's a tough one. The yeah. last one. Yeah, there were a hundred and thirty-one cars made for the movie. And one car survived. They everything you saw was real. Wow. Yeah. He now. What's his insurance? You know what I'm <laughs> saying? What is up. his? I don't yeah. think State Farm wants you back. <laughs> after well, you had 131 cars last month. Well, there was a movie. <laughs> There's an optimistic <laughs> claims adjuster. Walk into your uh, garage and just go. All right, we got an excuse for this. I got a, I got a hundred more. Yeah, up to hundred and thirty. But, but I'd say Road Warrior and Fury Road, two of the best. Now those were chase movies. Yeah, well, the whole movie was a chase. That's movie. that's my friend's wife said that she hated. She said what? It was just two hours of chasing a truck, and we were like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that is exactly what it was. <laughs> that evaluation so- <laughs> brought to you by Hypnosis. Get rid of those redneck tendencies once and for all with Hypnosis. You donated a kidney. I got a hard time giving up my seat at an airport <laughs> gate. My goodness, that's magnanimous. My brother Unless needed, you got three to have three kidneys. Not, not, not. My brother yeah. needed a kidney, and um, I passed the test. We were compatible, so uh, I took care of him. He gave yeah. one. Yeah, it's been five years. This month is five years. He's still healthy. I'm still healthy, so we're, we're good. Yeah. Do you recommend it? Just, you know, a, no, perhaps absolutely. A, a weight loss Absolutely. Uh, you know, if you, if you got two... If you got two and you're perfectly healthy, go ahead and get rid of one. Now, mind you, I I have the right to take it back at any point. If you know, well, I that's because like, he's he's kin. I love you, but you know. <laughs> love you, buddy. But <laughs> I, it's mine funny. is limping along. I need my other one back. It's funny you mentioned three. I I was talking to a friend, and she has this. There's a name for the condition. I can't think of the name, but. In her development in the womb, there were twins developing, and then they didn't develop. But as a result, she has three healthy kidneys. Well, that's like, an interesting trade-off. Yeah, it's, and there's a couple of other things, like she's having some health don't problems. Don't tell you that at the fertility clinic. Yeah, she's having some health problems, and they, they diagnosed this, and they said this is why, because you have, like, 
it's it, it, it's wrong to say an undeveloped twin, but you know you know what I mean. Yeah. Like it, it it started that way genetically, <laughs> and now she's got a few yeah. spare parts. It's a weird weird yeah. thing. You so need she's a good marketing for, writer to figure that one out. How do you she's looking for specialists to help with that? I don't I don't know what you do there. I've I have had the three kidney pie at the diner, but I've never had actually three kidneys. <laughs> Historically incorrect. I love the name. What the hell is it? Thank you. That was my last Showtime special, and um, I you know. Historically, we've had the same problems over and over. They just don't change. So I'm just just pointing those out. Uh, racism, health care, housing, stupidity. That's a big one. Oh, we ride that one. So it's so. kind of a schematic that you can actually follow. Yeah, there, there was the actually when I, when I did the uh, DVD extras, I did the bar chart. Oh, that's so a, you I can love follow. Those. Yeah, that helps me out a lot. Now, listen. You like do it a, a crap load of road work. You are out there. You're out there pounding jokes across this great nation. Well, because I can't get a job in town, Chad. <laughs> well, oh. we're going to change that. But while I got you here, while I got one of the greats with me, Alonzo Bowden, give me some life hacks. Give me some travel hacks. Your go-to hotel chain when the crap hits the fan. Marriott. Marriott. Marriott's the place to be. Yeah, they they seem to take care of you. The service is pretty good, and they're pretty they're consistent, which I like. You know what you're getting when you yeah, check in. Yeah, you need that when you walk in the door. Here's what I've learned, Chet. If there's a you number, don't want popery. You want if a there's bed. a number in the name, you don't want to be there. <laughs> really? That's you good. don't want to be at a six, an eight, a forty nine, a fifty eight. <laughs> now, if there's a number in the name, try and avoid that joint. <laughs> Perfect. Now, best <laughs> sleeping position in an airline seat. Oh, man. A lot of people need this one. Yeah, yeah. You got to go window seat and window lean seat. against the window. Lean against, what do you use as a yeah, pillow? Yeah, you got to use. Well, hopefully. Are you one of those people who carry their own listen, little weird beanbag On a good pillow? day, you're in the business section and you can actually use one of their rat infested pillows. But no, I use the jacket. <laughs> I fold up the jacket as a pillow. Man, that's sweet. All right, Uber or taxi? Lyft. Yeah, really? Lyft. I like Lyft. Lyft is less rapey than Uber. I think it is, and you know why? Because they have invested in the little uh, light-up sign. Yeah, yeah, they got, it's they not got just the light-up sign. Anybody can slap a decal on next to their My Kids. Uh, Which is what they're finding out, that guys are just slapping decals on and waiting for women outside of clubs. And yeah, pretending. One thing leads to another, and, and Uber's the, reputation the simple, gets even worse. Yeah, the simple move of having to get a cigarette lighter adapter and plug a sign in seems to eliminate a lot of it that does. criminal element. I like it. That's impressive. Now, buddy, it's time for the Fiery Four. The Fiery Four. Sports stories. I think that from... sound effect costs more than this whole show. Oh, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> Came right out of my pocket, too. Ripped from today's sports headlines so hot. Harvey Weinstein's eyeing a couple of rhododendrons in the Peninsula lobby. Fire number one! March Madness! Who's your dark horse to win the NCAA tournament and why? I'm going to go with Radford because they got in (laughs) yesterday and they'll be out Wednesday. So I'm going to go with Radford as the dark. You know, hey. you know it's really like the teams that that 65th <laughs> and 66th team. It's like really like, but but God bless them because they get to say they were in the tournament. I'll never forget once Lehigh was in the tournament. Their odds were officially a million to one. Yeah. And when you're the coach, 
What do you do when you walk in for the pregame? All right, guys. Uh, I don't know if you saw the paper. Here's a million dollar one, each. Put what, it on us. Just <laughs> keep your hands up on defense. That's all I can tell you. Fire number two. Do the Houston Rockets have the cojones to win the NBA title this year? I hope so. I hope so. I'm Why pro- do you hope? You're you you know, you done with Golden State? Oh, man, I'm done with Golden State. I'm done, <laughs> done with, Well, no, you know, here it is. I'm, I'm a Clipper fan because I'm a glutton for punishment. And I'd love to see Chris Paul get one. Chris Paul, like he gave his life for the Clippers to yeah. to, to die in the first round every year. Yeah, there's a certain point where you deserve one. So yeah, so I wish him luck. It's kind of uh, the Jerry Stiller finally gets a sitcom. Thing. Yeah, yeah. There you go. He's there the Jerry go. Stiller of the NBA. <laughs> That's beautiful. Fire number three. Masters golf tournament coming up. What bet would you take on that tournament? If you were in Vegas, that could be any bet. I don't care. It could be on a player. It could be on a sand trap. I don't care. I'd bet Tiger to beat Lefty just for old time's sake. Just to <laughs> just once that. again ruin Mickelson's <laughs> happiness. Because if you remember, That's right. all through Phil's career, oh. whenever he was happy, Tiger would crush him. And now he's coming off yeah. winning the Mexican Open. It's been five years. He's got some heat going into the Masters. Just let Tiger do a little bit better than Phil just to ruin it for wow, him. Wow, that may be the motivation Tiger needs. I always thought <laughs> Masters, ironic name for a tournament built on a plantation in the deep south. Ironic or intentional? Oh, I think you're brother. mixing up your words. <laughs> yeah, I could be. I might have the definitions wrong. Fire number four. Best British non-sport sport. Snooker, darts, cheese rolling. I think you got to go with darts. You do. I do, even though cheese rolling, so, it, it cheese might be, rolling just it, seems like little, something yeah. that's a, a joke Swiss. A joke. The Swiss could move in at any moment and take <laughs> and it from take you. Over. Just take if, it. If they weren't such neutral, nice people, <laughs> they're like, we didn't know that was a sport. <laughs> they would walk We in do that over. just to do. Yeah, yeah. I got to go with darts. Darts. Yeah, darts in the bar. Darts in the you bar. You're drinking a pint. Yeah, hit an X right in the head. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Knock her out. Well, that is. Uh, the what the heck? Well, oh, yeah, that's the fiery four brought to you by Rum Dingers, the only rum ball with a caffeine booster. Now, let me tell you something. Uh, I like the uh, here's a sport that I think needs a little more exposure: the midget cars, because I was unfamiliar with the sport, and then I realized the cars are small, but the drivers are normal sized, which surprised me. Which is the only reason you're allowed to say midget. That's the Otherwise, only way you legally get whole, away with the midget. Yeah, there's a whole thing, and then you got little car racing. I felt which... that the uh, that <laughs> that the uh, that the uh, the small. What is the correct name for them now? Short, short, uh, uh, short. Uh, the little people. Little people yeah. should be driving the midget cars. Well, then nobody would win because they're all lucky. You know, if you have one, they bring you luck, oh, and each brother, car would. You're bringing that leprechaun insult <laughs> to it now. All right, you got any questions for me? I got, I got questions for you, Chet. Get I got out! Questions you got a pop for quiz you. for him. I'm ready quiz. for you. I'm, I'm ready, ready for you. I uh, notoriously do uh, quite poorly in these, but uh, I actually have been able to get a sponsor. Of this uh, pop quiz brought to you by Gentlemen Prefer Gentlemen, the All Gentlemen's Gentlemen's Club. Nice pop quiz. Here we go. Nice quiz. Question number one. Yes. Which costs more to buy off? An NRA politician or a Division One college ball player? I think it costs more. Well, uh, uh, the rates are fluctuating right now in this country, but I'm still going to go with uh, with an NCAA coach. Okay. Yeah, I, th- I think uh, just because they have a more lavish lifestyle, 
politicians think they do, but they really don't. So I'm going to go, you know, I mean, their idea of a great time of politicians is to go to the strip club while uh, the uh, NCAA coaches have the strip club built right into their athletic facility. <laughs> so like I'm going to go there. I, did I get that one right? You got it. Bingo! Okay. 1-0! Oh. Man, I'm on a roll. All right. Question number two. I'm there. Kobe Bryant won an Oscar last night. That is correct. That is correct. <laughs> See, no, that no that, that was the setup. Now, here's the question. Here's the question. Because they've been compared their whole careers. Yeah. What crime will LeBron have to commit and be forgiven of to win his award? Well, I think uh, I'm going to have to go with uh, one of those things where he sabotages the government's plan to blow up an asteroid that's headed for our planet. Oh, oh you're, going, you're going Armageddon. Yeah, I'm going big. Going... And I'm going to go that LeBron wants the Armageddon because he's just tired of the NFL. I mean, NBA, and he can't get into the uh, Hollywood is to the success of Kobe. All right. So he's going to go the hell with the movie industry. I'm going to stop them from dest- from not destroying the... Ah, you get I got you. I got Thank you. you. All right, Chet, you're Is on that a roll. Right? You're on a roll. Oh, it's yeah. up to interpretation, but we'll take that. We'll All take right. that. Oh, no. If it happens, you're right. That's right. I'm good. Uh, all right. Now we're going to shift into a little bit of uh, shift into a little sports because it's it's your area of expertise. They think. Okay. Sometimes. As you know, as you know, I'm a lifelong Met fan, born That's and great. bred. How deep into April? For the Mets pitchers all have surgery and our season is over once again. April 7th. I'm going to go single digits. You blew it. Trick question. Damn it. Trick question. Spring training. Oh, man. Spring training is when we lose two starters. All right. I'm two and one. Question number four. Yeah. Question number four. The Raiders are moving to Vegas. How, How long before the first Raider is arrested? Well, I, th- I I believe that's another trick question because I think one uh, as soon as they find that guy, they're going to arrest him. <laughs> they're already looking for one of the Raiders. Ah, good one, good <laughs> and one. They're on their way to Vegas. So. Good one, yes. But I think the real rumble will come when the Oakland Raiders fans who paint themselves up and get into the whole getup and start on Wednesday so they can go there and start drinking on Tuesday so they can go there. When that actually sinks in, that uh, the team's gone to Vegas. Uh, they're just driving. They're taking Speaking the of, desert drive. Talk about Mad Max Fury Road. Woo! Speaking of Oakland Raider fans, how old is the guy with the spike shoulder pads? Because I think he yeah. was there before Madden got there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it might be Hank Stram. <laughs> that guy right, is... I got it. I three and one. Let me see if I can go out on a bang. All right, Last here question. we go. Here we go. Back, going back to Hollywood. Going back to Hollywood. I'm there. She's a star. She's on the rise. Everything she touches turns to gold. Is there anything Tiffany Haddish can't do? Uh, no, if she can do stand-up, she can do everything. Yeah. And that gal is funny. She's a queen. She she killed it at the Oscars she last night. She killed it. Man, from a family of 19, a world of courage. Alonzo Bowden! <laughs> The hilarious man, thanks so much for coming on the podcast. Oh, it was a joy, Chet. Follow him on Twitter, at Alonzo Bowden, April 12th to the 18th at Mark Ridley's Comedy Castle in Detroit, Michigan. And uh, catch, you still do the podcast? Oh, yeah. Who's paying attention? All Things Comedy Network. Go, go, go. Catch his podcast. Follow me on Twitter, at Chet Waterhouse, and my buddy Jeff Cesario, at Real Jeff Cesario. Thanks for listening. Spread the word. We're on Podcast One and Apple Podcasts. 
That plug brought to you by Pinocchio's, Nevada's only all-puppet brothel. If you want more of me this weekend, I'm calling the 11th Annual St. Theodore Presbyterian Cemetery Golf Open. Help conserve land by building your next golf course on a cemetery. You may get a nice bounce off that headstone. Please note, however, this weekend, the tee box at number 13 has been moved up due to the Skaronsky funeral. This is Chet Waterhouse reminding you to play with pain. Hey.